Okay, good morning. Help yourself to coffee and donuts. want to thank, as always, Becky and Avi Katz for sponsoring this year's 10 Minutes of Meaning in Memory of Becky's Father. Lilo Nishmas, David Menachem, Manaj, David Grossman, Neshama, Shadav, and Aliyah. We are up to the fourth parak of Mesilas Yisharim. The Ramchal has been reminding us of the importance of living a life of zihirus, of vigilance, of mindfulness. Not simply plowing through life indiscriminately, just uh, pursuing with abandon, but rather trying to identify what are the things that will knock us off course. How can we remain focused? How can we realize both the best version of ourselves and the best lives that we can live? The Ramchal has been talking about that there's a segment of the human community, of society, who are driven by an internal drive for perfection. There are people who every day want to grow and learn and do and be the best they can be because internally they're driven to be the best they can be at all times. And then there's a whole other community, a whole other constituency who are satisfied with mediocrity, who it's good enough, which is really in fact a violation of the very essence of who we are. Human beings are called Adam, Minha Adama, because we come from the ground. Adama, the earth is a place, it's rich with potential to grow. The soil is fertile, it's a place of growth, as opposed to an animal. Mara writes, an animal, a behema, is Ba, Ma. What you see is what you get. The behema is what appears, is what is. The Adam has unlimited potential. And the behemoth, what you see is what you get. So the people who are satisfied with mediocrity, the people who are okay, it is what it is, what you get is what you get, I am who I am, no interest in growing or improving or bettering myself, they're in fact no different than an animal. They might as well be called the behemoth, Bama, they are what you see. But we are Adam, we come Adama, we come from the ground, we have the same name, Adam and Adama, because we have, the sky is the limit. We have incredible potential to grow. We shouldn't be satisfied with mediocrity. We have to strive for perfection. So the Misil Sashar and the Ramchal says, for those who are satisfied with mediocrity, maybe they think they're happy with mediocrity. But you know what happens? And we've been using this mushal the last several weeks. You go to the sporting event or concert and you see all the people with better seats and you're upset. You're up in the nosebleeds. You get on the plane and you're in the back by the bathroom and you wish that you were in the extra leg room or the economy plus, or the business class. You get to the hotel, and you had a shvacha room. You wish you were on the floor with all the free drinks and free snacks. You wish you had a suite. People who think they're satisfied with mediocrity are only satisfied with mediocrity until they see others have it better for them. And says the Ramchal, when we get to the Olam HaEmes, when we get to the world of truth, and we see all the people with better seats, we see all the people with better positioning in the world of truth, which is permanent, where you can't adjust... Khalilo will be struck with tremendous regret. Why didn't I take advantage? Why didn't I make the right decisions? Why didn't I have ambition and aspiration? Why didn't I grow in every moment? Why didn't I do what was necessary in order to position myself for the best? This is what Shlomo Melech says in Kohelas. Whatever Hashem has empowered us to do, do. You have energy, you have wisdom. You have insight, you have opportunity, capacity, do. We have free will, and Hashem has given us blessings with the choice of what we do with the free will. We studied yesterday 
in the Siddur snippets. We say a brach every morning. We just said it moments ago. Hamechin mitzadei gaver. Hashem allocated a certain number of footsteps. We have a certain number of steps in our lifetime. But what we do with them and where we go with them, that's up to us. The greatest gift He gave us is free will. We're not automated, pre-programmed robots. We have free will. What kind of choices do we make? Are we selfish or selfless? Are we satisfied with mediocrity or do we strive for more? Are we giving in kind or are we just a taker? Are we indulgent in the material world? Or do we care about nourish our neshama? Do we have spiritual ambition? From the moment we wake up until the last second we fall asleep, our day is filled with free will, with choices we make. And those choices we make mold and shape who we are and they determine not only our life in this world, but they determine our place for eternity. When we are in the world of revelation, when there's no denial of Hashem's existence, our free will is suspended. There is no free will. And therefore we're set with whatever seat we earned in this world, based on the choices we made in the here and now, determines our spot, our place, our seat for eternity. If this year feels like a long time, if a week feels like a long time, a month, a year, if a lifetime feels like a long time, it's a blip in the screen, it's nothing, it's garnished compared to eternity. Eternity is forever. And where we are for eternity is determined on who we are and how we behave and what we strive for in this world. If you didn't do good things in this world, you weren't kind and generous and nice, you weren't supportive, you didn't show up and volunteer, you weren't a good person, if you didn't pursue Torah and mitzvot, if you didn't challenge your mind, if you don't calculate, if you don't have a spreadsheet, if you don't analyze the balance sheet, your actions in this world, it's too late later. It's like the person, we gave this analogy also last week. If you run through all your money in your youth, if you don't strive to earn more money and do better, then it comes retirement and you're stuck, you're set, it is what it is, you have what you have. And you can't live with regret, if only I would have, if I could only do it all again. Now is the time, now is the time to push, to aspire, to have drive, both begashmis and to earn the most begashmis and physically and spiritually, earn the most, accumulate the most, save the most, make the right choices, have a balance sheet and a plan and set goals and f- pursue them. You know all that stack of books on your night table? If you don't read them in this world, you can't read them in the world to come. So that whole notion, I, I want to read, I wish I could read, I have all these books I, I want to read. I've ordered them from Amazon, I've downloaded them on my Kindle, I have a library of books, if only I had time. What would your Netflix account say about how much time you actually have to read? What would your sports viewing say about how much time you actually have to read? What would the screen time, our devices now capture, how much time we spent in different apps? So if you were to hand that in, if somebody were to analyze the screen time of what you did on your phone, what would it reveal about how much time you had to read you didn't read? There's shiurim, there you can listen online, you can go in person. There's an endless opportunity in more comfort than ever before. You can read in any language, you can download any device, you can listen, you can go. And yet we claim we don't have time, but if we don't do it in the here and now, when will we do it? And that's what Shlomo Amel taught in Kohelas. 
There's neither deed nor accounting nor knowledge nor wisdom in the lower world where we will all be going. In the world of permanence, in the world of eternity, we are stuck. We're set based on the choices we make. You can't read another book. You can't learn another Masechta. You can't review another Dvar Torah. You can't listen to another Shir there. You can't change your choices once we get there. The only time is the time we live in, which is the now. Now is the only time. Now is the most important time because it's the only time. Don't procrastinate. Don't push it off. Don't say one day I'll get to it because who knows? When we get to the world to come, when we get to the world to come, it'll be too late. It's a place of eternity. And so we need to practice more essentialism. We have to make the right choices. One of my favorite authors, an incredible book, Greg McKeon wrote a book called Essentialism. He recently, last week, was interviewed in a podcast with Tim Ferriss. And he talks about how to live life, making choices based on what is essential, practicing essentialism. He says, if we don't prioritize our lives, someone else will. If we don't stop and sit, as the Ramchal is describing, if we don't prioritize our lives, someone else will. Our spouse, our friends, pop culture, society, our boss, work. If we don't sit and determine our lives, what do I want to accomplish each day? What do I want to achieve by the end of the day? When do I, how often do I want to finish a book or listen to a shir or volunteer or serve or give or do? How much time do I want to spend with my family? How much time do I want to invest and spend with myself? Knowing myself and talking, not in an unhealthy way to myself, but talking to myself, to know myself, to push myself, to have drive. If we don't prioritize our lives, someone else will. And we have to realize there's a trade-off. Every yes to something is a no to something else. So we need to determine what's essential in our lives. Because our lives are filled with so much that is inessential. Our lives are filled with so much that doesn't matter and is not important. And in the here and now, when it feels like we have forever, there are 70 and 80 and 90 year olds who still feel like they have forever. Eh, I'll get to it. I'll read that book. I'll go to that class. I'll volunteer. I'll make that donation. I'll give that gift. I'll spend that time with that loved one. I'll have that conversation I've been meaning to have. When we feel like we have forever... We waste time on things that are not essential. And that has a negative impact and leaves us with with regret in the world of truth, in the world of permanence. If only we took advantage. If only we saved and we accumulated. If only we spent our time. And so as not to live life with regret, we have to realize that the only dimension that matters is now. Because now is the only dimension we can live, we can make choices. To make those right choices. Not to be a behema bama that you see is what you get, to be an adam in adama, to strive, to grow, to push, to be the best version of ourselves today and every day. Have a fantastic day.